The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Section 6 Wrestling Talk right here on the BICBP Radio Network. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and today we are talking rivalries. The long-awaited and promised uh, you know, theme of our show, it's finally going to happen. Uh, and I got a partner to do with me. He's very well-versed in Section 6 currently, a lot better than I am. And uh, he's a returning guest. Everybody, welcome back. Coach Max. From the Grand Island Vikings. How are you doing, my friend? Great. Thank you for having me once again. Uh, thanks for coming back on. I appreciate it. Always fun. Always fun. Um, so what's new? Grand Island, well, we're recording this on the Sunday before practice or opens up, but um, obviously it'll be released Monday, the day it comes up. What's uh, what's going on with Grand Island? How are your numbers looking? What's the outlook, expectations of this year? Um well, for us, we're number one. First of all, we're we're looking to get a uh, a big freshman class. So this year isn't the number one priority, but within the next two, three, four years, you know, we we want to keep the numbers going. So that's always in in our in our perspective. That's always something that we try and shoot for. We we want to we want to keep the numbers up. We've never been a big team, but uh, if we can get thirty kids to stay, or you know, right around thirty. That's the goal, but uh, having a couple uh, sectional finalists and champions coming back, uh, that's what we're uh, looking forward to do and, and getting more of those. Good. Yeah, I mean, you guys have a, a actually a pretty solid returning class coming back. Yeah, uh, if if all of them come back, we, we have upwards to, I don't know, seven or eight seniors, so that's uh, that's exciting. Last year we only had two, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, some good things on the horizon, though. Grand Island, you guys have been pretty much reloading the last couple of years. Trying, uh, yeah. Trying. It. I know it's difficult. It's not easy. Wheatfield makes it look easy. Lancaster, Clarence, you know, those teams, Falconer, Pioneer, uh, you know, those teams make it look easy, and I'm sure there's a few others. But, um, but yeah, it is, you know, it's a challenge. It's a worthy challenge. You guys, you know, Grand Island has been one of the top large schools and probably over the probably the last, what, Five years, almost a whole decade. Uh, a little less, but yeah, uh, we, we, like like I say, we try. That's always the goal. We want oh, to be better course. than we always have been. So with that, that means you have to work all year round. It's not just it, it's it's reaching out to the modified kids and their parents and saying, hey, you know, we got this going on, and trying to have them plus their kids try and buy in so that they stick around. And and we do pretty good with that. But uh, it's uh it's a uh, three sixty five. You know, twenty four seven job. So, with that being said, you know, if you keep on with that and you you stick to that that mantra, you should do well. Um, you can, as a coach, you can be as successful as you want. So, however good you want to be, is that's that's what you're going to get. You know, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So, that's what you're trying to do. Absolutely, very good. So, yeah, the main topic of this episode, we're just trying to get some content for you all before the season gets really going and it's pretty much results, 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 um, is rivalries. Now, what it what makes a – and it's mostly just rivalries between individual wrestlers. Um, you know, we can reference some of the school ones, uh, of course, but, but what makes a, uh, 
a rivalry for you? What's what the definition of a rivalry to you? Um, I, I know a lot of people like to talk about like rankings, like number one, number two. Um, to me, I like to see like talent wrestlers go at it, and I like to see them go at it several times in one year. If if you can get a couple years out of two wrestlers going at it, that's even better, and I think it's better for the sport. I think it breeds good energy in the crowd. And with that being said, like they bring the crowd to the venue. That's true. Like, uh, branching off from individual rivalries with, uh, in terms of duels, like Wheatfield and, uh, the falls from last year. That was a good one. The border brawl between yeah. Clarence and, and, uh, Lancaster, um, only and Falconer. I know that they, they bring in standing room only crowds, uh, but in terms of uh, individuals, people who are in the know of wrestling, they bring they bring the crowd. Everybody who is well versed in wrestling and is knowledgeable of it, they'll come and they'll they'll bring they'll bring crowds. And I, to me, in wrestling alone in general, but mostly in, in our area, we need more of that. And I think we're, we're doing better with that. I completely agree. Section with, with the new, uh, dual tournament format where, with the state tournament that it helps so much that I don't really, it's going to take a couple of years still, I think to see the progress of that, but you got to start somewhere. So I think, I think wrestling in, in New York is on the rise and I like to see that. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Uh, I mean, that's a, this is a very important aspect that I don't think a lot of people realize is that rivalries do help, the sport they help bring extra eyes onto it. Mm-hmm. Media outlets may be more privy um, and willing to. Not that, like I said, we, we've we've got it pretty good right now. We've got it really good with with Matt O'Rourke and Tim Herman of Arm Drag. They do great. Um, they do such great work covering it. But you get the more you get more big rivalries are a huge draw. Um, and I've noticed over my tenure. Around Section Six Wrestling, which started in 2005 as a uh, as a freshman on the JV for Niagara Falls, um, at least more so as I got older, I, I started to notice a lot of the weight classes. Most of them, it's pretty much one solid kid that you know is going to go to states. Like one stud, yeah. And and that's it. There's a you know a guy who he keeps bumping into at tournaments. Um, putting up a good fight, but there's always that clear-cut number one guy. Um, and we've seen, you kind of know a lot of the times. There's been mm-hmm. some close ones over the years, without a doubt, you know, where you're like, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't know how this match is going to play out, this and that. But um, for, the, for the majority of it, there's been a lot of relatively definitive number one guys. Um, and that's just, that's just how wrestling's been in this area. Uh, but we wanted to focus on those ones where things weren't so, weren't so definite, defined. Um, one-sided and biased. One-sided and biased, yeah, 100%. Because um, you could tell it affects how tournaments go. Tournaments will actually restructure how they do like a finals ma- fi- their, the finals matches. So the best possible match that everybody wants to see in the crowd is that last one, a main event, pretty much like how pro wrestling mm-hmm. uh, is done. And, and, you know, obviously high school wrestling rivalries, it, from an individual standpoint, are a lot more organically created. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we can pretty much get into it with that. Um, so we could start off with our own, and Section Six Wrestlecast Facebook page gets. Uh, you know, we have a lot of comments on there. We'll acknowledge those. We'll read those ones off, and uh, 
you know, I'm sure we're going to miss a few. We're, me and Max haven't been around forever. You know, bear I've, with us. Bear with us. Uh, I'm sure there's some great ones from the 80s, 70s, even 90s um, that we just don't know about um, that, you know, we can discuss. There's one I wanted to acknowledge right away. And as a Niagara Falls alumni, um, this was a really great one to watch. It was Irvin Buck and Nate Skiba from way back when. Skiba yep. was graduated the same year as I did. Irvin graduated two years after. Skiba, um, Kenmore West wrestler, and Skiba, won, you know, just such a talented wrestler. Irvin Buck, equally, is, equally as talented. Um, you know, it was it was a legit chess match. It was fun to watch. Those those nights, I remember. Uh, I'll never forget. It was my senior year, and it was Irvin Skiba in the. Uh, I want to say it was the last one. They might they might have done a weight class order that year, but everybody's eyes were on the mat for the class four A tournament championship. It was these two different environment, different environment. It was crazy, crazy. Everybody stopped what they were doing. Concession stands closed down. Lines emptied. They all wanted to come watch this match. I remember Scapoletti, Coach uh, Scapoletti from Lockport, he just grabbed a chair and pulled it up real close. He goes, oh, I'm not missing this match. And it delivered. It was exciting. Irvin won with, um, I think, in the last period. He might have got like a late takedown on, on Skiba, who was really, really um, – he was a smart defensive wrestler. Skiba was very talented um, defensively. And this was a big deal because Irvin actually lost to Skiba. The week after. Well, no, he lost to him in, a, in the dual match. They wrestled each okay. other in the dual match. But, yes, he did end up losing to him the week after at, at uh, sectional. Skiba splatled him. He, he caught him real good. Um, but they I was actually doing back research. They've actually wrestled each other numerous times in lower weight classes. And when they were young, slightly younger, um, you know, it, it was it's, it was pretty much evenly matched. Irv would get Skiba. Skiba would get Irv. It, but they were very highly contested matchups. And... I don't know. It was just cool for me because I knew how – I knew Skiba was good. I knew Skiba was, was great. Um, and I knew Irv was great. And he just needed that, like, definitive win. And, you know, when he beat Skiba at the Class 4A tournament, it was it was a like it was a crazy moment. He was so intense. He was so hyper. Um, and he's had a lot of those over the years. Um, you know, he actually – the previous year he beat – was it the – no, his – Eighth grader, he beat Jihad Ali, mm-hmm. who was a senior in the class for a semifinals, and I think he beat him again at sectionals. Um, but there was, it, that one was a fun one to watch. I knew how intense it would get. The the, the crowd was just quiet, um, paying attention. It was it was like you ever watch like a pro wrestling match from Japan where every, the whole crowd just doesn't say a word. They're very they respectful, yep. and that's what that's it how was they do like. It over there, yep. That's what it was like. Um, so that's that was that's definitely one I have to acknowledge. Um, in that respect. Uh, around that same year, I remember, and I was super young, at least, yeah, around like a little more than 10 years ago, uh, uh, Eric Lewandowski and Stephen Michael went at it yes. from the same school. Uh, I think that was, yeah, I think that was like the same year. Um, they like, battled each other like every year. Every year at Entrip, at the class tournament, at the sectional tournament. ECICs, yep. I think, yeah. And and how cool is that? Like how many schools, like I don't think I've ever seen that at all uh, from one school where where – Guys from the same school go at it in the same way. Uh, maybe in recent years, uh, Matt Chico and Colin Goodrich from Weefield, they went at it. Um, but I remember uh, Stephen Michael, I think, beat him like at the NCCC tournament. And then 
Eric beat him at the class tournament, and then Stevie beat him at the sectional tournament, and then they did it like the year after, and I think that's awesome. Uh, man, that was around the same year. You guys had a lot of good studs that year, and and the, but then also, with that being said, like, um, I think they were like they were super. They were around my age, and so we were underclassmen, and I remember they were. I always thought that they were like super good. We were around like the same way. I never wrestled either of them, but. They were underclassmen, and then you look a year after that. Eric plays second in the in the in the state, and then they you know they're getting bigger and whatnot. Then they they're seniors together, and they're both state finalists. They win sectionals uh, almost every year after that. It just breeds you you, you can see, you you can tell which which wrestlers have a bright future in the sport like they did, um, like the McDougals do. Uh, like Irvin did, like you did, like you can tell who who has like 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 wow, like that kid's special. You can, and and if they stick with it, you can see who you know where the when the cream and who the cream is that rises to the top. And they they had awesome careers for Lancaster. No, they did. And can you? I mean, that two guys like sectional finalists at, at the very at the very least in one wrestling room, probably wrestling each other every day. I'm sure they battled. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit, and that's why their matches weren't like insanely high scoring. They 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 knew each other, uh, and yeah, those were, those are great bouts. And they actually took full advantage because I think the first year that that occurred was the first year that they allowed you to put multiple people at a weight class. I'm pretty sure it's either my junior or senior year they 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 first allowed that because that wasn't a thing before. Um, and this opened up. A, Glad so, it happened. Yeah, no, it's seriously it yep. it, it paved the way for a great. I mean, inter-school rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, like, do they wrestle off every every week? Do they just split between one ninety six and one hundred three? Yeah, like, what do they do? Yeah, it's it's insane, absolutely insane. But that's a, that's a great one. Another one for my senior that I want to acknowledge. Uh, this was on the small school, and I didn't get to see every encounter, but uh, Carleen Sluberski and Tom, Tom Page. Page. That was those were some good bouts, real good bouts. Um, Carlene was a stud. Carlene was a stud. <laughs> oh, she was so great. She was so much fun to watch. Uh, and, she, like, she was one of the f- – I think she was probably the trailblazer for women res- women's mm-hmm. wrestling around here. Yep. She'd go in there and beat the crap out of the guys. Um, but one person at her weight class that she constantly battled it with was Tommy Page. And I, I think he beat her at the sectional tournament. She got a wild card. And yep. I, I she beat her, or she beat him at the state tournament, and she took second that year. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly that's what happened. Um, just a fierce rivalry, though, and you know, it, she didn't hold back. I no. remember she finished her finals. Yeah, Fredonia is such <laughs> a great school. Um, she finished her state championship match, just all beaten, and you know, and like that close. Um, and I had people walking up to me. I was done at that point of the state tournament, and, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, this is." You know, it's so cool. Hit girl for girl, placing fine. You know, second in the state, it's awesome. But um, her road to get get there wasn't easy. Tom Page was great, great, One of great. Best, yeah, yeah. And that was just a fun back and forth rivalry to watch. And you know, they they went and he didn't hold back. Um, you know, just because he was a girl, they both <laughs> they both, both went at it. beat the piss out of each other, mm-hmm. and you know, had some really great bouts. Um, because Pay Eden, right? It was mm-hmm. Eden. Yeah, yep. uh, there's quite a few pages around too. Yep. 
We yeah, just they, uh, that's a really good name over in Eden. Yeah, um, yeah. So those are some great back and forth ones that I watch. You know, and just um, very just big focal points, man. Just uh, the section matches everybody wanted to see. Everyone wanted to see in the whole gym. I remember s- small school sectionals for my senior year. They had them at N Triple C. It was the first year they did them at N Triple C, and the crowd was way more packed than it was for D one. And and yeah, they were just yeah. Again, all eyes on that. All eyes on the mat. Um, very into it. Very mm-hmm. into it. Um, back to what I said with uh, Niagara Weefield when Matt Chico and Colin Goodrich went at it. I remember. Uh, Matt would beat him the first couple times, and uh, Colin got the upper hand at NCCC, and then got the upper hand again, I, th- I believe, at the class tournament, and then uh, won at sectionals against Matt. But with that being said, uh, Colin was a senior at this time. Matt was a junior. The next year, Matt came back and placed third. So I, I, my point here is that these rivalries can, can barring that you know the one of one of the parties is younger than the other can breed more success for that one. They they can, you know, you can take that negative into a positive and use it to your advantage the next season coming up. And Matt had a great senior year, and I think that he's – a lot of that came from Colin. Um, but, again, uh, one school having two studs at one weight going at it all year round um, at each tournament I think speaks volumes. And, you know, we feel they have a rich history. So, of course, you know uh, – Hats off to Colin and hats off to to Matt too. Watching that was awesome, and watching uh, Matt work and get what he earned, you know, his senior year that that was fun because I've been around I've been around this area a lot in in Power Cats and watching him work his whole whole career. Uh, it was nice to see him take third his senior year, so that was nice. Yeah, no, that's a good ending. You actually got to coach a pretty uh, a couple solid rivalries over the last couple years. Uh, the one I'm thinking of is Jaquan Johnson and Khalid Kennedy. Um, that was a rivalry. That I was, didn't even think of that. Yeah, see, I had that one. Um, that went over for a couple years, right? Yep. Like carried two, into the off season. Yep. They battled each other Every in the summers. Year, yep. Um, Jaquan, uh, oh my God, what a what a physical specimen! I know. <laughs> um, he was something, man. Great kid. I love to work. I love, love working him. with He's him. He's great. He, um, him and him and Khalid. Not just Khalid, but him and and that that's what I want to say with with heavyweights. I feel like our maybe I'm just speaking too biased towards this past gener towards this uh, recent uh, and current generation uh, compared to yours. But I, I feel like uh, I don't know what was it like a year or two ago. Like our heavyweight like division was at the most like prolific period. We had Jaquan Johnson, Khalid Kennedy. Anthony Robinson, who won the state tournament yeah, that Robinson. year. Yeah, uh, Robinson. Uh, the kid from Lakeshore. The kid from Lakeshore. Uh, Sherrod John. Yes. Sherrod Rogers. Yeah. Um, uh, who else was out there? Wheatfield uh, had a stud, too. Uh, I can't think. Uh, but but there were a Pioneer, lot. Pioneer. Pioneer had Mike Rigerman yep. at 220. Um, yeah, but, but you go to these tournaments, they were uh, – Lath. I mean, Lath, Lath is right yeah. in that mix, How too. How can I forget? forget? Um, you know, he, like, yeah, like eight guys at the yep. very least who could – all place in any sorts of you know different ways. Max Antone uh, and no, yeah, Antone before that. Um, yeah, there's always been like, even though heavyweight weight classes like they're not like the deepest as far as numbers. Usually, they're the not, deepest they're in not, talent. Yes, yes. Um, like, which, like the one year we had Anthony Robinson at the state tournament, Kier Parker at the state tournament, um, Chautauqua Lake Kid at the state tournament. 
Jaquan at the state tournament, Kalik at the state. Like, that's five heavyweights. Yeah. Uh, so that's two sectional champions and three wild cards. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, there's some deep weight classes. But, yeah, I always like the, the Jaquan and Kalik matches. Uh, they always had me at the gym. I, said, I, don't, I, don't I know. know. I, it was intense, man. It was intense. And, yep. I, and of course, you know, I, I, I knew Jaquan person, on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was... Of course, a little bit more biased towards him, um, but that doesn't take away anything from Kalik. You know, I think he's a great wrestler. I talked to him a few times. You know, I never got to know him on a personal Kalik, level. He's a great kid too. He is a great kid. Awesome. Um, you know, he's always come up to me and shake my hand, and but he was he was insane on a wrestling mat. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have like worked with him or even had the opportunity to like wrestle him at our at our like peaks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like my senior year, his senior year. Uh, that's how highly I think of, of him. But that, but with that being said, Jaquan, like I said before, Jaquan would beat Kalik. Kalik finally beat him at the classroom at their senior year, beats him at the, beats Jaquan at the sectional tournament. And then Kalik places, uh, he placed in the state. He, state he, I think he placed, for, he podiumed at the, but like, like, like we just said a few minutes ago, like that breeds success. Like, yeah. You take the negative and do a positive and, and he had a great senior year. I mean, I'm, it, him and Jaquan pushed each other along with Anthony Robinson and 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 Sherrod and I just and Lath too. Lath worked with all those guys. So uh I definitely think that was a treat for for them for a section that you really can't appreciate till like it's done and you can do what we're doing now and, and talk, just talk about, about it. it. Yeah. So it's so you know. hectic during the middle of the season. Yep. Without a doubt. Um have you ever did you ever have like an opponent that you considered like a rival? Uh consider like a rival. Uh yeah, kind of funny. Uh, for most of my career, Jeff Johnston coached me, and I wrestled his son a bunch of times. We split. We only wrestled twice. I, I. Where did his son wrestle for? Frontier. Oh, Frontier. Who's now who's now coaching for Frontier? Oh, is it? Yeah, Evan's great. Great kid. Um, I beat him the first time. It was I was a junior. He was a senior. I beat him. Then he beat me, like within like the uh, I don't know weeks apart. Um. It would go back and forth, and every time we were wrestling Frontier, I'm like, can I just, like, not? Like, why am I re- – like, I have to wrestle him in front of his dad. Like, and he wouldn't coach. Like, he'd, he'd oh, pull really? up a chair and just, like, watch. And I'm like, I don't like That's this. awkward. Like, and, 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 it, but, hey, at the same time, like, like, all right, we wrestle each other, and now I'm coaching. He's coaching. It's just funny how things work out. Yeah, and, no, that and, is that – it's pretty him good. Him and Coach Chowski uh, are doing a great job with Frontier. I mean, it's, it's going up. Um they had Derek Wojowski uh, go to the state tournament in place. Um, they're doing they're doing good things in Frontier. Evan's a great kid, and and Coach Chowski is a great coach. So um, it's good to see it's good to see the competitive nature when you're in high school come out and uh, I don't know I should say manifest or grow and uh, mature when you guys get out of high school and, and remain friends. So oh yeah, yeah. Evan. that's yeah that's something you can you know look back on and. And just discuss, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, It'd be, be because I, I remember Coach Johnson would bring Evan and a couple of kids from Frontier to, to coach with uh, to wrestle with us, like like uh, uh, Evan uh, Rocco Russo, and Rocco was a great was a great wrestler. So yeah, I mean, Evan and I wrestling like we already much like Stevie and Eric Lewandowski, like we knew everything, uh, yeah, so, about each other. Like, do I have to, so like. The whole team would get ready to like wrestle their match, and I'm like, "Why am I wrestling? I have to wrestle my coach's kid." So uh, that's tough. I don't think any, a lot of kids can can relate to that, but uh, that was kind of nerve wracking. But other than that, uh, you know, things happen for a reason. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Uh, I can say that I had a few. 
Um, the the kid I wrestled in the sectional finals, it was actually the fourth time the I wrestled right? Hamburg, Tobias. Zach Tobias. Uh, I wrestled him a few times that year. I, I wrestled him first at Maryvale, then the NCCC tournament. Uh, Jesus. Uh, my dog's over here having an asthma attack. Uh, <laughs> uh, the class tournament and then, then sectional finals. Uh, you know, that was kind of how that all came about. Uh, I got him every time, but, um, you know, he adapted. He learned. And, and, but we were – we always went back and forth. Uh, you know, he just – that's how talented he was. The other one that I was really sad that I never got to wrestle again, um, and we – you know, it very easily could have been went back and forth multiple times. Is uh, a kid from Clarence? Oh, okay. Uh, JD Skura. Yep. Uh, we wrestled for the first time at the class tournament. I had been studying. I was all about the interwebs back then, studying who I might have, and I kept seeing the Skura kid. I'm like, who is Skura? He beat Drew Westcott from Hamburg, which is um, Zach's predecessor. Zach was actually 285 the year Westcott was 215. <laughs> Um, and I was like, man, this this Skura dude's really good. He just kind of came out of nowhere. He beat. Um, he also, I think he, I don't know if he beat Dave Christopher from Maryvale, but he he gave him a run for his money. I was like, man, this dude's good. So we were actually wrestling each other in the semifinals of uh, Class Four A my junior year, and went back and forth. Uh, he used a physical specimen, hooked him and rolled him, got him, stuck him. Went to the went to the finals and lost to Westcott in the finals. The following week, I had him in the first round of sectionals, and he got me one nothing. It was a close, you know, it was a close match. Just obviously things tightened up, and then uh, my senior year, I caught him at the clearance Vesper duels. duels, Vesper duels, John Vesper duels, and I pinned him there. And unfortunately, he got hurt at some point after that. And I was really, I liked, I really liked him. You know what I mean? We went back and forth. We had that respect. Where you can have that rivalry, but it's like at the end of the day, like yeah, you're not going to be a wrestler. We talk, we chit chat, and, and all yeah. that. Like we can. That was the that was the fun thing. About it. I think that's just a great thing that you can go on the mat, you know, stone face for those six beat minutes, the, yep. beat the piss out of each other, and then mm-hmm. get off and be cool and Pretty talk cool. And, yep. and that. Um, and some people don't agree with that, and that, that's like philosophy is okay. Yep. It just it worked for me. It worked for me. Um, you know, and Skura, you know, Skura, Tobias as well, but Skura, you know, I respected the heck out of him. It was an unfortunate way for your senior year to kind of end on an injury, especially that, especially somebody as talented as him. That's life. Um, that's, yeah. That's life. That is. And wrestling's life. Sad. And, you know, it is. It's, it's a sad part of life, but things happen for yeah. a reason. Yeah, so. you ain't kidding. Um, so, I mean, those are kind of my two rivals. Like, there's people that I caught at, like, every tournament. They used to, <laughs> used to stress me out. Dave Christopher was one of them from Mary Vale. Like I gave him, the, um, he did. But but you know what? Fun 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 story. I did finally beat him at the NCCC Old Timers Tournament. My first year of college. There you go. Got him. Payback. There's closure. Boom. At a boy. Everything comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more I wanted to acknowledge, um, at least from you know stuff that I've seen. Uh, Nick Stella and Mark Lewandowski. Yep. Uh, you were really on the younger side, I think, when that yeah. happened. I was, I was a middle school. sophomore or junior. Um, Stella was from Sweet Home, Lewandowski, Lancaster. And these guys were actually really close, like friends when they were not the same weight class. This is what yeah. I was told. Um, but when they were both at the same weight class, got crazy. Mm-hmm. It got crazy. It, just nothing. It, again, quiet crowd when you're watching them wrestle. Um you know, not 
one nothing matches, two one matches, three two matches, real close matchups. And they go back and forth. And this was like one of the better rivalries. These guys were the legit class Stubbs. of Section Six. The, the studs, you know, um, they, they was that was that age group. Uh, and yeah, Lewandowski and, and Nick Stella from Sweet Home. Uh, just, yeah, just good bouts, man. Good bouts. They both ended up going to states. I, I obviously want to be Section Six champion. They both ended up mm-hmm. going to states, but I don't think any. Either of them placed. I, I'm not 100% certain. Not sure. Uh, I'm not sure, but maybe Lewandowski did. I, I'd have to look back. He placed a couple track. years. He placed Lewandowski a couple years. Played, yeah. um, I think they might have, you know what, I think they might have placed, but the expectation was state championship for mm-hmm. them. And unfortunately, that didn't come, you know, happen. Um, but that was, a, that, was a, that was a good one. Those are like those matches that you study, you sit down and just study, and you watch how they're eyeing each other up. You watch how they're setting stuff up. I mean, this was... This was the real deal, um, you know, to me. Mm-hmm. This, to me, those matches to me were like watching Justin McDougal and Mitch Seaver go yep, at it. That was, like a, that, that, was, was that was the match. Mm-hmm. That was the yep. match. Um, do you have any others you can think of off the top of your head before we go into the to the comments? Uh, yeah. Uh, my junior year on the small school side, uh, Jude Gardner and Drew Hall would go at it all year round. Um they were the clear cut guys at at 145, and uh, one of them could have easily just went up to 52 or 60, or maybe like the the easier weight class. But they were both two studded wrestlers, who, yeah, Jude was a, I believe, yeah, Jude was a sectional champion the year before, and I think Drew was a wild card, but placed in the state, placed second in the state that year. So that now their senior years, they're they're both at 145, and Drew beat Jude every time. Uh, Drew Hall from uh, Roy Hart and uh, Jude Jude Garner from uh, Fredonia, and I remember it was at UB, the best sectional venue that'll ever take place ever. <laughs> and if if you disagree, you're wrong. Um, uh, they squared off in the finals at UB, and I remember like a lot of the time it was like a one nothing match, and Drew, I believe Drew beat Jude every time. Um, so at the state tournament, everybody knew who it didn't matter who won, but whoever took second, they were probably going to get a wild card. They've been in the state tournament before and, uh, they both placed before. So one of the, they were both going to the state tournament. Drew won. He was a sectional champion. Jude went as a wild card and they were both on the same side of the bracket and they met each other, uh, in the semis. And I remember waking up, I, I went to go watch my, my teammate, TJ Agger. He got, uh, he received a wild card that year. So I went to see him wrestle and, uh, I remember I was in like the nosebleeds just watching just so I could see like every single mat. And I remember watching uh, Jude and Drew. Jew, uh, man, they sound so similar. Uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew was up the whole match. And I think he was up like one nothing the whole match. And Jude, if I remember correctly, hit like the slickest slide by ever with like five seconds left. And Drew had the wherewithal to, to, to uh, pick his leg. And they were in a scramble, and they didn't give Jude the takedown. And Drew won, and he won a state title that year. But man, like again, like in the same section, having this, having a, an awesome rivalry in the same weight class at the state tournament, and one of them came out with a state title, which I think every I I I figured he would have won a state title uh, that year. He he was really tough. He was he was a really good wrestler. Um, both of them are, but that was a really good rivalry to see to see it all end at the state tournament. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a cool one. 
I don't know. Have you seen many? Um, have you seen many like cross division rivalries before? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that ever since they split into large school and small school, you really never saw. Uh, Sometimes except for you like, did. Like uh, Rusa and Nail Vistudo, they had a good rivalry, right? Uh, I think it was a little bit more once. Uh, it was one more one sided. One sided, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll split division. Uh, yeah, I can't really can't really think of any small school versus large uh, school rivalries. I'm sure we're going to get some comments after this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, the more recommendations, the better. We don't know everything. We um, we know that. Just thinking. Uh, I did see a couple exciting bouts between uh, Lockport's John Taylor and then Fredonia's Rob Don my senior year. Those two were were studs. Gods against with oh, wrestling boys. <laughs> I do. I do have a cross. I okay. can't believe I just figured this. Uh, remember this: Kellen Devlin versus Anthony Orfici. Oh, and why? Why was I in their weight every single year? I don't know. Um, no, that was great. Um, I remember <laughs> they were uh, during my time. I think Anthony was like uh, ranked in the state, like one or two places above Kellen, and they squared off at the Lewport tournament my senior year, and Anthony won. I think it was like Kellen was. Kellen was winning. Kellen got the escape and then tried to hit like a roll through. Anthony countered it, got two and two. He got a reversal and two backs and he won. And then the following year, they're at the same weight at 126 at the end trip tournament in the finals. And Kellen got Anthony back. And I, to me, that was so pivotal because Anthony was such a stud. He's, I think he's like top five in section six wins. And so was Kellen. Right. Yeah, I know Orfici like, was – he was varsity he was like, right out of the gate. Yeah, he, winning he was awesome. I wrestled him every single year. And Kellen, I, probably, I would have wrestled him every single year too if, if he were in, in our division. Well, And, I mean, go figure. Uh, the year after he graduates, they come back to large school. But they had a really <laughs> good – talk about a number – like a number one kid in, in, at large school versus the number one kid at small school. And, again – Turning a negative into a positive, Kellen that year his his uh, yeah his sophomore year when Anthony was a junior loses to Anthony at the Luport tournament. A month later, wins his first state title. So I mean, like like I you know everything happens for a reason. Yeah, uh, he might say if he he did beat Anthony and then he he still might have won a, a state title, but I feel like lo- losses like that like it gives you a fire in the belly and it gives you like a different perspective. Um to uh, do better, and uh, Kellen, a year after that, wins the second, and then a year after that, wins his third state title. So uh, I think a, maybe not every, but – no, definitely not every, but specific losses are, you know, sets you up for, for success. And uh, I think Kyle Dake said it best, like, you got to think of, like, losses like that as, like, the best things that could have ever happened to yeah. you. Yeah. So, all right, you know, you could, you know. Me losing to Angela Melville Studio 10-8. to eight. My senior year was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. Best thing that could have happened to me. It taught me so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's getting loud, you can adjust it too. Um, You can, you know, I learned so much from a, way more from a loss than I did a win. You know, I got scared and during some of my wins. There's a couple close ones, but um, no, losses I always learn the most. So that's, it's important. Um, It was funny. I used to work for Joe Hooley, uh, Mm -hmm. former NT coach, and uh, Troy Keller and Jamone Carter used they had to a go. Good rivalry. Good oh, rivalry. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, they used to go back and forth with each other, and I think Jamone got the better of Troy yeah, most of the time. Troy beat him. I know Troy beat him once okay. that I saw, but yeah, uh, Jamone got him at the end. They both went to the state tournament that same year, uh, but yeah, that, that was a really good rivalry. Yeah, I heard they had some some really good matches. You know, we all know what kind of wrestler Troy is. He's unbelievably talented. Jamone, he was wrestling on like world like world military teams and stuff. Yep, and he's actually Marines. he's actually helping at Niagara Falls this year. It's awesome. Um, I love Jamal. He's he's a great kid. Oh, kid like having grandpa now. But uh <laughs> but you know what I mean? That you know, Jamone, maybe Jamone, you know, getting Troy all the time, you know. Joe was like, damn it, Jamone's still not graduated. He was like a, he was, yeah, like he was older those, than me and I was and I was like great, yeah. <laughs> he was like one of those kids that like uh that are just around forever. Yeah, and I remember his junior year he didn't uh his sophomore year he didn't uh wrestle. And then he come came comes back and someone's like, Oh, you got you're still in school? He's like, Yeah, I got Two more years, like oh my god! And there's a lot, there's quite a few kids where it's like you're still here. That's what I feel, and this is not like a disrespectful thing, but like I feel like I've seen like Aiden Rabideau's name forever, <laughs> and I think right, he's a senior this year too. Aiden yes. Rabideau's uh, from Clarence, and like not a knock, he's just up. been so good just for so long. It up, yep. It's like holy crap, you're still here, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't a bad thing, but. Um, all right, let us get into some of the fan comments. I did post this question on Friday on the Facebook page. I shared it to armtrade.com as well as my own uh, personal page. But uh, the first comment I got on this specific topic was from Darren Sneed, a good friend of ours, listens to the show I'm regularly. I'm a big Darren fan. I love Darren. He's such a good guy. Hi, Darren, wherever you are. Hi, Darren. He's Colorado? In, yeah, I think he's in Colorado. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Yeah. We have a special. Veterans Day tomorrow. That's right. That's Thank right. you for your service, Dan. Yeah. If you, if, and, and every whenever listener. Whenever you hear this. You know, and every, you know, listener yep. who um, went in the military. Me and Darren have a special connection. We always sh- uh, share these uh, Bobby Shmurda dancing to the same song or different song. Different song, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's great. That's how me and Darren bond now that we're so far apart. <laughs> but anyways. God bless me. But, all right, these were some of his suggestions um, for rivalries. And these are actually really, really good ones. All right. Um, this one I'm actually relatively familiar with. It was a little bit before my time, but Matt Daniels and Nick Strange used to battle for 215 pounds. Weefield and Falls. Weefield and Falls. And I love individual wrestler rivalries that get blown up and helped by school rivalries. Okay. Yes. Yep. That, it helps it so much, and I think that's, like, a really cool thing. Um, you know, to come of that. There, there, Darren actually listed a few. He isn't a Wheatfield alumni. He wrestled 189 pounds. Very, you know, talented wrestler himself. Um, scary dude. <laughs> nice dude at the same He's time. He's a nice dude. He's a big old teddy bear, but wrestling on the mat. He came back from college one t- uh He was at Brockport, Brockport, and he came back and rolled around with me during the one summer. And Not like, good. <laughs> I can't, I can't say what I said earlier. Again, I don't want to repeat what I said earlier, but Darren gave me the business. Um, but Matt Daniels and Nick Strange was one. Matt Daniels and Rich Posey uh, was another one. Another Niagara Falls uh, alumni there. Uh, Posey was a two fifteen, I think two fifteen um, pounder. It's just a stud. He came back. Posey came back to practice. Man, he could not take him down. Dude was a mountain of a man. And the last one he, or no, third, second to last one he mentioned, Josh Lang and Josh Egan. Uh, so good night. Falls and Weefield. Another more falls and Weefield, and that's when like. I mean, it's at that point now where where kids are, you know, Niagara Falls and Weefield have studs that are battling each other. But there was a void for a couple of years where, you know, it was just 
you know, Wheatfield and the and Falls guys were so behind it. It's unfortunate, but that's what it was in the early two thousands. This rivalry was, you know, these interschool rivalries were crispy, mm-hmm. you know, crispy so and, and exciting to watch. Uh, I think Angelo Casanas, who was uh, he wrestled for Niagara Falls, he actually lost to a freshman, Jake Kaczynski. On scene, I don't know if it was a senior night. Jake Kaczynski, yep. Um, and, and think about that. They all train at the same facility. Power Cats. Yep. Bing, bang, boom. Big shout out. Thank you. Thank you, Power Cats. Yeah. You want to endorse us? No. <laughs> uh, I know that. I'm just kidding. Our team, our team definitely. No, uh, Power Cats is it's a great program. Uh, next, the one Darren listed is uh, Jason Weber, Jimmy Bird, and uh, Colin team. Thompson. It was like 03, 04, 05. Grand I Island guy. I know Colin nice Thompson was, was uh, Green Island. I, he was he coached me my year at NCCC. Jason Weber was in Orchard Park, and I'm not too familiar with Jimmy Bird's name, um, but some stud you know stud heavyweights. Yeah, he there. said he said uh, Weber was a, he was just super tough. He lost to him every time. Dude, Weber was wrestling in college when I was there. I might have wrestled Weber. I, I think so. That's how long he was in college for. Dude, I was he was like at like fifth a grade. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> this is on you. I know. Not I like when I was at my yeah my year at NCCC, Weber was still. Going, he was at Oswego okay, okay. or Binghamton, and, I yeah, and I, I wrestled him, but but yeah, uh, I know I know that lot. Like Colin lost to him in the sectional finals, and it it bugged him. Um, next one, Kenny Betts, Fredonia Russell. He just got inducted to the Section Six Wrestling Hall of Fame this past year. Uh, Frank Zelinski, Kane Smith, and Matt uh, Mazguy. Kane Smith, yeah, he was a stud. He coaches for uh, he now. He used to make it, but he coaches with uh, Gowanda now. Yeah, yeah. Zelinski was for Donia. I'm not sure where Matt – I think Matt might have been Southwestern. Because that last name sounds like a Southwestern thing. Uh, all three wrestled each other for competition in all three one states in three different weight classes. So they would just match up with each other all the time. So they were probably like 189, 189 215, 285, probably something roughly around that. Because um, that was – before the divisional split, well, these guys the, all would have been the in the same division. Split in like two thousand three, yeah, something somewhere around 04. there. Oh four, that wouldn't have mattered though. They were all small mm-hmm. schools, anyways. So, um, so that's a good one. Here, yeah, Southwestern one number one. Okay, uh, man, there's going to be so many that we're not even going to hit on. No, I know, I know. That's that's a that's a good thing though. That's a good thing. Um, here's one, uh, Mike uh, Zendano. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Bill Morello from Lockport. Lockport and Chris Fairbanks from Southwestern. I okay. get apparently they had some battles way back in the day, and uh, yeah, I think I just looked it up. Fairbanks beat Morello to win a the Section Six Championship in 1997 at the 112 pound weight class. So, uh, but apparently they had some good battles back in the 1997, day. 1997, I was two. Shout out! I was five, bro. <laughs> Five. Uh, Ivan Cruz, Jr., former Lockport wrestler, said uh, – he mentioned the Irvin Skiba rivalry. He also said uh, Lewandowski and Stella, which I said, as well as uh, Sinelli and Malvastudo. I want to imagine it's Bobby. It's probably Bobby Matt. Matt. Probably Matt and Mr. him. Yet. Yep. Um, Matt also had a pretty good one with Tobacco, mm-hmm. Dale Tobacco from the Falls. Seemed to find each other at every tournament. Um, Lindsay was uh, – Lindsay Ann, uh, Justin and Mitch, she mentioned them. They yep. went back and forth. They wrestled each other when uh, Justin was in seventh grade, and she sent us some you know, cool pictures. 
uh, some of the bounce that they had. Um, yeah, they they were in the finals of each tournament every I remember that the, year. There was a live stream. Yeah. I think Josh Egan was live streaming it. I was at the small school tournament coaching at Loopport, and uh, and she uh, or Egan was streaming it. And it was just watching. It was amazing. And with that, I think like uh, on the side of Mitch, he uh, I think he got the better. Uh, what was that when they were like ninety nine? I don't even know. I, There's so many years. I, I, I think remember. I remember one year they were going at it, and he placed third in the state. But I mean, you know, I think that's. I, I think we, you know, Justin. I think was a big part of that. That again, you know, rivalries. I think they they breed a lot better than 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 negative. So uh, I think uh, that had a lot to do with uh, Mitch's uh, success at the state tournament that year. Right. Um, all right. Here's one for you, Jonathan Hoover, Coach Hoover. Lewis and Porter, uh, Justin Welp, and Dennis Brown of Lakeshore. He, that was one of the rivalries he mentioned. Um, Welp, one of the more you know most successful wrestlers that co- to come mm-hmm. from Lewport, yep. of course. Uh, I'm not too familiar with Dennis Brown personally, but uh, I know I'd imagine they they bumped into each other quite a bit. Probably ranked one and two in the section at that time. Uh, yeah, so Lewport and Lakeshore. I mean, two teams who bounced around between small school and large school. Uh, quite a bit. Mike Schwartz, uh, Angelo Asker, and uh, 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 Kogenhauer. I'm not sure what the first name is. It might be... Chris Kogenhauer? might be the dad. Colin Kogenhauer's father, probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, from 98 to 2000, he suggested that one. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Angelo Asker, talented guy, great ice cream guy. He makes makes a good ice cream cone. Is and, that Charlie's brother? Yeah, Charlie's okay. older brother. He was, our, he was the new high school's first Section 6 champ. Okay. Uh, one sixty. Uh, Coach Greg Betts, formerly assistant at Fredonia, uh, he was also. Oh no, Kenny was done a couple years ago. Greg Coach Betts just got in this past year in the Hall of Fame. Uh, mentioned Carlene Sluberski and Tommy Page, yep. uh, the Kane uh, Maz guy and Zelinsky bouts and. Uh, let's see. He said Metzler and Velez. Eric, I think Eric Velez. Velez yep, um, that was about 2008. He was mentioning that one. So I remember Velez a little bit. I think he, him and Irvin went at it one time, and it was pretty intense. And the last couple ones, I I looked up here. Um, I got a couple school rivalries, you know, from back in the day. But the one, uh, Mr. Tommy Caldwell. Tommy Caldwell. He suggested uh, Broda versus Peters. I know from Eden versus Peters. Matt, Matt Peters, Peters was from, from East Aurora. Aurora. Yep. So that was actually I do remember that from my the younger years. Real light. Um, I got close with Peters like my senior year. Like we seen each other a lot state of tournaments. Champions. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's a fun little rivalry there. Uh, but those were all the suggested ones. Those are all the you know the ones everybody kind of sent in. I mean that's a long list. That's a long. It's long, long... probably a longer list if we were able to to make this a couple more hours. I'm sure. Um, you know what? I should actually. I posted this way back when. I, I tried to do this episode back in July. Yep. So let me try and find that old page because I got some good ones. Um, let's see. Quick Google search. Well, Facebook search. Um, rivalries. One more rivalry. That was in the past couple of years was uh, uh Ryan Burns of Clarence versus uh Anthony Argentieri. They went back at it. They they went at it the one year at, at UB and uh Ryan won in, in sudden death. 
went to the state tournament the year after they were up a, a, a weight class and Anthony beat him at sectionals. And then they, they both went to the state tournament. And then a year after that, uh, I, I want to say, in my eyes, Donnie McCoy had a good rivalry with Anthony Argentieri that year. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, they, they, I feel like they, if I remember correctly, they didn't, they didn't really like meet each other until like the end of the year, where Anthony beat him at the class tournament, then Donnie beat him at the sectional tournament. They both went to the state tournament. Uh, that was a really good rivalry. Donnie also had a really good rivalry with uh, Trusted Allmeter of Iroquois. I was going to say that. I'm actually looking back at those old comments, yep. and that was one you listed. He, uh, I think he, yeah, he beat Tristan when he, at UB for at 99. The next year they were at 120, and Tristan beat him, and then they both went to the state tournament. But and then, but again, not to sound redundant, but then Tristan, they have that, that rivalry, and then Tristan beats Donnie one year. Then wins it wins a sectional title. The next year he wins another sectional title, and then as a senior he wins another sectional title. So I think that just breeds success in in, in one section. So I think that's good for our section. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, this is from when I posted back in June. I, I, that's how long I've been wanting to do this episode for. Um, all right, Derek Adams posted. Uh, he had a couple rivalries himself with the Klinowski. Uh, I'm not Klinowski, sure. Uh, Dan Klinowski from Akron. It might be. It was yep. a section six finals match. Um, and him and Lucas Mariocker had some good matches. He, he was uh, saying, yeah. Uh, yeah, you said Andrew Schomers and Dakota Gardner. Oh my, yeah. How could I forget about that one? That was a big one. <laughs> uh, sectional finals matches, obviously. And do they battle each other in the state semis? State semis that's right. Yep. Um, Mike Zendano. He also, he commented on the earlier one. He said, he mentioned the Bill Morello and Chris Fairbank. Um, he also said Mike Pacillo and Chad Carroll around 1993-95. Uh, I'm not sure what schools. That wasn't even a thought then. I know. Um, I was barely a thought. I was. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I was wanted, but I was just there. Uh, <laughs> just being honest. Just being honest. No big deal. Um, yeah, you said Donnie McCoy and Tristan Allmeter. Um, yep. Allmeter. Darren Sneed said, this is former post, he said, Mentioned Justin Walp and Dennis Brown. Also, Rory Bruce and Zach Lang. Rory Bruce, Tyler Bruce's older brother from North Tonawanda. Uh, the Jimmy Weber and Jimmy Bird heavyweight battles. He also, uh, you know, said some other things before. Yeah, you said Andrew Shomers and Drew Mara. Mara from Olean. Yeah, 113. Yeah, they they battled. They were at like 113. They they both went to the state tournament. Um, Andrew beat him, I think, that year. Andrew did not place. Uh, Drew did. But then the two years after Andrew placed his second in the state. So, again, I think he needed that win or that, that rivalry that year to, to push him. And I feel like Andrew in high school was coming into his own. He moved to Louport that year, and he just he was lighting it up. He really didn't lose that much uh, once he once he made that switch. But I feel like that was, he turned the corner there at that point in, in his career that I saw, and now he's, he's, he's finishing his last year at Oklahoma. So good luck to Andrew. Yeah. Grew up so fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next one on here from the June Post, uh, Coach Price, Stuart Price, uh, Paul Chinchetti from Niagara-Weefield, and Steve Marone of Tonawanda. It was back in 1975. My dad was six years old back then. Um, that's forever ago. Makes me feel old. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. A couple more. Uh, Zach uh, Schuldice mentioned, uh, it might be how you pronounce it, you mentioned the Mariocker and Adams matches from 06. And K.J. Joseph mentioned... Uh, Mitchell versus Rusa. I think it's uh, yeah, Nick Mitchell versus uh, Billy Rusa. Yeah, I think it was Billy Rusa. That From was Frewsburg and uh, uh, Allegheny Limestone. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, I mean, the, uh, great rivalries, great rivalries. Everybody will see it from a different perspective, but um, 
like we kind of talked about at the beginning of the show, like call like culture, like watch you know interest in a sport. It it really stems from rivalries. It really does. Um, football, you know, it, just to make an NFL reference at this point, um, you know, when when the football divisions were, were realigning in two thousand and two. Uh, the Buffalo Bills owner wanted to keep the Miami Dolphins in the same division because it was a rivalry. It was old school, and it drew people in. People wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's really the best way to, to, to really say that. You know, school rivalries are birthed from individual rivalries and, and vice versa. And, yeah, I, I just – I enjoy – I enjoy good storytelling, uh, and and obviously wrestling, high school wrestling has some organically um, built up storylines. I guess you know, just people going back and forth, battling hard um, over and over again, multiple times in tournaments, and um, and and yeah. So if, if you're a wrestler now, who you know this year you're coming into varsity, who knows? You might find yourself in a little bit of rivalry. You might. Uh, you really don't appreciate know. it. I, it when you get into, when, when you're in the heat of things, I you can't really appreciate it until it's over. But just as do your best. Do your best. I give give the crowd something partner. to see. Yeah, that's win first, but give the crowd something to see. Um, secondly, secondly, but um, I think that does it. Uh, you got anything else to add? No, I think that's a pretty good show. Awesome. Yeah, we didn't even hit an hour, so. Um, it's all right, my book. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might reach out to somebody, try and get an interview. Maybe Matt O'Rourke. See if he wants to come on the show. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable. So I would like to have him on the show and kind of get his, t- you know, get his understanding. So I'm going to reach out to him probably this week, and uh, we'll have a new episode out for you next Monday. Uh, till then, everybody, the first week of practice opens up tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. So everybody enjoy, work hard, um, and remember, you know, these wrestlers, you know, you wrestlers that are listening to this podcast, uh, you will never, ever get these years back. You never will. Uh, I still, here I am, 10, 11 years after I graduated, and I still live with wrestling regret. I do. It's a silly thing to think about. You know, I'm grown up. I'm way past that point in my life. Um, you know, and my, I try not to look in the past too much, but there's always some things that I like. Oh, I wish I would have did different. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, like a lot of guys, a lot, a lot of, of guys. You're gonna be more wrestlers that, that 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 think that than not. So yeah, so legit, give it your all. Um, you know, I I'm not here gonna endorse high school partying and all that stuff, but um, push it to the wayside. Push it to the ways the the, the wayside. And focus on this sport. This is your life. This is your high school career. You will never get this back. In perspective, it's just a fi- it's a fifteen weeks of your life. Yeah, you know, yeah. go put your put all put all, put everything you have into it, and just see what you're going to get out of it. You know, eat right. Focus in school. Uh, you know that those things are just very important. You know, school obviously most important thing. Um, just make sure your grades are in order. Make sure your life is set. And your you know your job. Your job can wait. That, that job that you know can wait. I I worked at Target. I worked at Target in my high school years, and they would schedule me for days I had wrestling practice and a meet, and I would just not show up. I'm like, I don't care. Um, yeah, sure, you're gonna need a job later in life, but wrestling season is everything. These are the years you can't get back. Um, so just prioritize. Just prioritize. If you're listening to this podcast, you obviously care about wrestling. Um, if you are going into a wrestling team, you obviously care about wrestling. Uh, your coaches. Stick his neck out for you. 
um, with his own time and, and resources and knowledge. Just make it worth theirs. Just make it worth theirs. But, um, yeah, I think that does it for this week's episode. Everybody, thank you so much for your support. Um, hopefully this continues to grow. And remember, um, I'm offering free video recording slash commentary services this year. I'm just testing it out. Um, so if you want me to come to a dual match, a tournament, uh, please let me know. Uh, message me. I just need to be connected to your Wi-Fi. Or at the very least, I can record and publish it later. Also, photography. Uh, I do photography with backdrops. If you're a wrestling team, um, if you want you and your wrestling team to have decent pictures. Um, well, I, I shouldn't say decent. I shouldn't downplay myself. But good pictures you can use for digital media and any of the sorts. Hit me up. I will do it. Legit, just show me 75 bucks. I will be a happy camper. And I will give you and your team all the digital photos you want and need. Um, just, yeah, message me and we'll schedule it. And I'll come to you and uh, we'll get it done. But other than that, I got nothing for you. Max, thank you so much for being on the show. Once again. Um, yeah, he's Max is probably going to be on at least three more times this year. Uh, so we'll end it with that. But, yeah, talk to you next week right here on the Section 6 WrestleCast. Mm-hmm.